if you're going to only have one meditation in your life, this is the one. This is the awakening mode of the Buddha, the night of his enlightenment, and what he continued with the rest of his life, even after his enlightenment. So this is also for ordinary people. Um, I've been doing it for the last 35 years, and as a central practice for emotional development. See, this is very important, emotional development, not just mental clarity, but emotional development. This, as a single technique, is one of the most profound psychological tricks that you can use. <clears throat> so, first of all, we shouldn't make too much complexity of this. This is relatively simple. What we want to notice to begin with is the experience of inhalation and exhalation and where you experience it. There are different schools of this, but I'm going to give you my preferred version, and that is that on the inhalation, you feel the breath as cool in the nasal cavity. You feel it uh, on the inhalation cooling. On the exhalation, you feel it at body temperature or warmer than the inhalation, and that's helpful for you to attach to the experience of the change of temperature. You want something that your mind can find its way to. So there's the texture of the breath as it comes through the nostrils into the nasal cavity. The nasal cavity is more or less a room in your head. This is a very subjective experience. It's not science or objective. The nasal cavity, as you experience it, is room size. It's very expansive in there. Imagine you're sitting in a cave and the air is blowing in the mouth of the cave, past you, cooling you, goes back into the cave and somehow it comes back out at body temperature. Notice that the spaciousness of the uh, area that you're focusing on and the, the temperature changes between cool on the inhalation and warmed on the exhalation. This is uh, just an assistance for you. <clears throat> the original teachings also asked you to notice whether the breath is short or long on the inhalation and the exhalation, short or long. So in your, this is natural breathing. Obviously, you're not controlling it. You're just noticing it, that it's short or long. The Buddha is just trying to give you a, something to establish your mind on. So it's even called a, a foundation of establishment for the mind. Now, this breath is... Uh, cooling and spacious, and you want to enjoy this. This is not a exercise to mm, test your patience or anything of the sort. So this is what you want to do, is enjoy yourself. Smiling into it and enjoying yourself, this is a... Relief. This is a vacation from the ordinary preoccupations of the world, and you're going to be refreshed by this experience.
So breathing in, cool breath, exhaling, warm breath. You can also think cooling the mind of its worries, of its preoccupations, of its uh, concerns, of its anxieties, and breathing out, relieving the mind of its concerns, worries, anxieties. This is an emotional structure that we're working with here. So <clears throat> as we do this, we start to establish this airiness. Breath meditation is really air element meditation. That should be kept clearly in mind. When you step out of a crowded meeting room or a party onto a balcony and the spring air blows across your face, most people close their eyes and sigh with the refreshment of that air. That's the spirit of this breath meditation. It's a sense of relief and refreshment. So we want to feel that the experience of the air is completely filling the head. The nasal cavity is very large, and in fact, the whole inside of your head feels empty, like an empty room, with the windows open. The air is blowing through. Now, once you establish that cool, open, airy experience, the thought processes, your, remem your memories, your concerns for the future have dropped away. You're not distracted. You're enjoying yourself here and now. And now you want to suggest to yourself the raising of joy, of gladness, of well-being. This is an induction, so you're not waiting for something to happen. You're not a mere observer of the change of the mind. You're inducing something. You're bringing it into existence. You're enjoying yourself, filling yourself with joy and ease so that you want to stay there indefinitely. If it lasted forever, it would be too short. So this is the next stage. It is emotional training. You're teaching yourself how to flood joy into the system. If you can do this, it's retirement with a small pension. You're no longer so dependent on finding joy in the world of the senses of sights and sounds, smells, tastes, touches, and ideas. You now have a source closer to home you're able to produce it autonomically from the self. You can produce this well-being. This is the nature of breath meditation. If you succeed, then I want you to try to reduce the activity and even refining the joy towards tranquility, deep serenity, as if Late afternoon is turning into evening and the stars are coming out over the ocean and you're feeling a profound sense of stillness sweeping through, filling your whole body. Your entire body is involved with this now. Your heart and your mind are the emotional aspects of you and your body is taken up 
in your mind. Your body is in your mind and the emotional experiences you have pull the sense of the body into that tranquility. This is uh, to be developed and cultivated and induced. Think about this word induction. You're going to induce or persuade these things to come into your sense of being. And this is the emotional dimension of the cultivation of the breath. This is perhaps the first half of this experience of breath meditation. And this is, for many people, will be as far as they go with it. There are other dimensions, which we will describe in other videos, but this in itself is enough to transform one's life. One should spend, at the beginning, up to 20 minutes per day with this, and as one gets the feeling of this, one can increase the time up to 30 minutes, even up to 40 minutes, and it may become something eventually you cannot live without. It is an antidote to general anxiety, general worry, general self-loathings, mm, anger, uh, anger with the world. These are all resolved through this process, and those are the most common psychological ailments in, our, in modern times. So if one can address those through this simple technique, which you can take anywhere, it is invaluable. It is a great treasure. And if you succeed, you will feel great gratitude um, that this has been handed down through generations and is still available. In a society where generally um, all of the processes are analytical or thinking, discursive activity, this is non-discursive. This is to learn how to shut down the endless uh, production of thoughts in the mind and find another place which is beautiful. And this is a cultivation. Let's not use the word meditation. Let's use the word cultivation. This is a gardening process of the breath, the heart, the mind, and including your entire body.